Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. I am Danielle Turner, licensed clinical social worker, self-care advocate, best-selling author, and your host of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. This is a weekly wellness podcast I created to help you learn tricks, tips, and tools for self-care, mental health, and overall wellness in order to help you achieve a happy and healthy life of clarity and balance. Self-care is not selfish, it is necessary. That is why I am here to help you get back on track and back into the game with lessons learned, tips, education, and knowledge from my amazing guests. So sit back and relax as we take a journey into the Purple Butterfly. Welcome to the Butterfly Corner. This is Danielle, podcast host, best-selling author, therapist, and self-care advocate. The Butterfly Corner is where I go in-depth about the topic of the week. This week, I speak with Kim De Silva, who works with women to get romance back into their relationships. This got me thinking about how the importance of self-care and having positive romantic relationships are. We know that when we engage in self-care, we are being intentional about taking care of ourselves. But have you ever really thought about how prioritizing yourself plays a part in how successful your relationships can be? We often take on the mood of those around us. So if both you and your partner in a relationship are tired or stressed out, that's going to take an effect on the relationship in general. When we are practicing self-care, we are more rested, relaxed, we're understanding, and we're more patient, which in turn makes us more present and available within our relationship. As we also know, self-care helps us learn what's important to ourselves. This helps us to be able to give to ourselves, so therefore we're able to give and receive from our partners in a healthy way. Self-care helps us to have better connections with our partner. One thing that is important when we talk about self-care and how it can have an impact on our relationships is to be honest with ourselves as well as our partners about what our self-care needs are, what our self-care looks like, so that we can have the support from our partners and vice versa, because we also want to be able to support our partners in taking care of themselves as well. It's also important to remember that we need to change any mindset that we have around self-care being selfish. So yes, we may have some guilt or may feel a certain kind of way about taking time away from our relationship or our partners by prioritizing ourselves or by being intentional about engaging in activities that make us feel good. But please know that it is not being selfish. Self-care helps us to be the best versions of ourselves, which then means we can be the best version of ourselves within our relationships. So some ways that we can practice self-care in our relationships includes taking time for yourself. So having that me time, being honest with yourself about your feelings regarding your self-care, setting boundaries is going to be very important, leaving toxic individuals or relationships behind because we want to make sure that we have positive support supportive people in our corner and healing old traumas because oftentimes past traumas or even current traumas definitely have significant impact on how we treat ourselves as well as how we treat others within a relationship. Now on the flip side, just as important as self-care is, 
spending quality time with our partners. So things like date nights, communicating, intimacy, all those things are also important. So listen in as myself and Kim talk about some tips and tools on ways to rebuild romance in our relationships. And of course, we talk about self-care. Have a fabulous day. Be intentional about your self-care and be good to yourselves. Until next time, remember, self-care is never selfish. Be a part of the Purple Butterfly community that has been created to help support women with self-care by becoming a sponsor. We have sponsorship packages available that will help increase your business visibility. If you are looking for a partnership with a team approach that will further grow your business while helping your customers learn the value of self-care, a sponsorship with the Purple Butterfly Podcast is what you need. For more information on sponsorship opportunities in or to be a guest to discuss your field of expertise in self-care, email me at podcast at interviewllc.com. So today I have Kim DeSilva. Kim helps moms bring the romance and spark back to their relationships like it was when they first started dating. Her clients work with her to feel loved by and reconnected with their partners again. Welcome, Kim. Hi, Danya. Thank you very much. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, I'm excited to be here. (laughs) This is going to be a great conversation because we've already been laughing. So so first, tell me a little bit about how you even got into this work. Like what started you to even begin to work with moms who need help with this, getting the spark back? Well, you wouldn't believe it, but it actually started because I work in language acquisition and cultural awareness. And so it seems completely unrelated, but it actually is. Anyway, because my Spanish language acquisition work was so culturally rich, what I noticed was that I was attracting a lot of clients who were women in relationships with Spanish speaking partners. Okay. So they were coming in to learn the language. And again, not just because they wanted to learn a list of vocabulary words. They wanted to solidify their place in their families, their extended families, so their partner's families. Mm -hmm. And by extension, they were strengthening their relationship with their partners. Right. Okay. So as we started going through our programs, Things that would come up that we would be saying would be culture barriers or language barriers. And they were, there there are culture and language barriers, but very often, sometimes they were not just something, they were just male-female barriers mm-hmm. exacerbated by language and culture differences. Gotcha. Okay. And it just kept coming up and up and up over and over again. And eventually, with a lot of my clients, we just started working on relationship issues, you know? And I come from a very multicultural family as well. Mm-hmm. And my partner, my husband and I have been together. We've been married for 13 years. But we've been together for 22. Okay. So it has not been all roses. You know, we've had our moments as well. I mean, we're two different people. Right. <laughs> I was just able to take a lot of what I had learned along the way through, you know, making my own mistakes and getting my own help and, apply it to the ladies I was working with. And that is how eventually I was able to create a program where we focus mostly on relationship issues. I love it. So it kind of just evolved. It did. Yeah, just over time. Yeah, I love that. All right, so let's just talk. We got to jump into it. 
Tell us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good stuff. Tell us. <laughs> well, before I even ask that question, I just want to say mm-hmm. when it comes to relationships, I feel that it definitely has an impact on like our mental health and our overall wellness, you know, especially if it's not in a good place mm-hmm. or if we're feeling like that lack of something from our partner, you know, and it could be the romance piece you know, mm-hmm. and being romantic is, is lacking. And so of course that's going to affect our mental health, affect our overall being, affect how we are treating others and all that good stuff. Well, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. good, but all that stuff. How about that? Mm-hmm. So talk to us about the things or the top five things that we can do to kind of get that romance back into our relationship and kind of help us get on a better place just overall. Mm-hmm. So there are four fundamentals for any successful relationship. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at things like kindness, respect, courtesy, reliability. Mm-hmm. Now that might seem pretty generic, but we can make it more specific to relationships. And then another important thing to note is that within our relationships, one of the key things that makes a romantic relationship different from any other relationship is that attraction and intimacy. Mm-hmm. So we always have to keep that in mind when we are looking at these factors as well. Be complimentary. We need to say thank you more often. We need to speak kindly to each other. We need to stop talking about our relationship with other people. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) We need to go to bed at the same time on a regular basis. Mm, Okay. So, and each of them has their role to play. So being complimentary and you just, kind of touched on that a little bit about you know that reciprocity and what you're able to reflect back what you're getting back how is your state of mind being reflected back at you or how how does it interplay with your relationship with others Mm -hmm. so the thing with being complimentary is that it helps us to feel loved if we receive compliments we feel loved by paying those compliments our partner feels love our partner feels recognized which is very important it raises confidence levels and on top of that it puts the focus on the positive things because as humans we tend to focus a lot on negative yes very true Mm -hmm. we do So by paying those compliments, we're causing ourselves to pause, focus on the positive, celebrate the positive. And then that starts the positivity loop. So I remember listening once, I think it was a Joyce Meyer sermon, and she made a comment about marriages can be saved if you just compliment your partner five times a day. And I thought, lady, five times? (laughs) That's a lot. That's a lot, Joyce. I'm like, like Joyce, there's some days I can't find half a thing I want good to say. <laughs> but that really, really stuck with me. And then, you know, I read something by Tony Robbins afterwards, and then another thing by another marriage counselor. And this five, this number five kept coming up. Mm-hmm. So what, what the other two people were saying is that in a relationship, for every one negative interaction, you have to have five positive interactions. Okay. And that makes for a truly great relationship. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been mental health, when you, you're talking negative and positives, a lot of times we'll tell a client, for every negative, you need to think of three positives. So yeah, I can definitely see that. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then exactly what you said too, a lot of times it's difficult for us to pay those compliments because we're not complimenting us first. True. Mm-hmm. Very true. So that's one of the tips I say to start with. So exactly. I would say compliment your partner five times, but also compliment yourself five times too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
And if we have time afterwards, I'll give you some practical tips for these things. Yes. But if not, don't worry. I've got a PDF where the practical implementation tips are included. Awesome. So we'll talk about that too. Right. <laughs> so number two, say thank you. That can be so hard sometimes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel like we just take for granted, like you're supposed to take out the trash. Like that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go wash these dishes. So like, I feel like we just get so used to just taking our partner for granted that we forget to say thank you for the little things. Exactly. And that's the complacency coming in. And the complacency is the biggest killer of the romance. Because mm -hmm. what, what is there to celebrate and be romantic and excited about if you're mm -hmm. just like, oh, this is all normal. Right, right. Yeah. When they say like the honeymoon is over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and again, you know, there and there's a certain element of, oh, it, it'll be so fake if I just start saying it. No, it's not going to be fake if you start saying it. But you do need to start, if you haven't been doing it, start interjecting it. They bring you a cup of coffee, say thank you very much. You know, they take the trash out, say thank you. Because you know what, if they don't do it, you have to do it. And yeah, I don't know about you, but I hate doing it. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I used to complain about, can't you put the bin liner back in afterwards too? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, you know what? I am walking out there with that, <laughs> with that bag of trash. <laughs> Thank so you very much. I'll put the bin liner back Exactly. In. <laughs> you have to pick your battles. So. Exactly. You know, but again, saying thank you. It helps us feel seen. It helps us feel appreciated. And our partners need that too. They need to know that we appreciate what they're doing. And here's the other thing. When we highlight positive behavior that we want to see again, it gets repeated. Mm, it's very true. Mm -hmm. So reward the positive behavior because we want more of it. Right. Makes yeah. sense. All right. Number three, speak kindly to one another. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I think I do. And I think many women do. We are so in tune to how people speak to us. Mm -hmm. We pay attention to how they speak to us, what they are saying, their body language, their tone of voice, mm -hmm. read in between the lines. Sometimes you read the things that really aren't written there, but we exactly <laughs> we are paying attention. What we need to remember, though, is that they may not be necessarily as intuitive as we are in terms of picking up those subtle differences, but our partners also pay attention to how we speak to them. Mm -hmm. this is a big part of where the respect comes in because we expect to be treated with respect exactly mm -hmm. so we need to reciprocate that mm -hmm. I agree. we need to pay attention how are we speaking about our partner as well so when they're not around what are we saying how are we saying right. our children are listening or how do we speak to them in front of our children how do we speak to them when it's just the two of us. Mm -hmm, very true. Kids pick up on a lot of things that we don't think that they do, but they are always watching and listening. Even when you're like, go to your room, they're still listening. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. How many times have you had a conversation and then somebody brings it up afterwards and maybe you weren't there? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh, your own kids every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so it's very important to pay attention to that. And when we're in the heat of an argument or when we feel our partner has been too critical and too rude to us and too disrespectful for us, it's easy to lash back out in the same manner. Mm -hmm. 
And sometimes we just need to do it and vent, but we need to remember that could be in the past and moving forward. If we meet disrespect and rudeness with the same, it's never going to improve. Now, I'm not saying you may get to a point where you know, you have been able to kind of master how you internalize and how you react. And he hasn't changed one bit. That's a different story, mm-hmm. you know, but we're talking here about relationships that are good, that have a solid foundation. And in those cases where at least one partner is making the effort at creating that positive change, the other one will usually reciprocate because the thing is in a relationship, we reflect each other. Right, right. Mm -hmm. All right. So if one is changing, the other is going to change to reflect back at it. I always call that like modeling behaviors. So if Mm -hmm. I, this is how I'm talking or treating you, I'm modeling how I want you to then talk and treat me as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And hopefully you, your partner will pick that up. Or even if you say like, this is what I need you to do, how I'm talking to you is how I need you to talk to me. Cause sometimes people may not get it right off the, you know, the bat. So I think having that communication and say, this is how I'm treating you is how I need you to treat me. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And a good man will. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, good men, good partners, they want their partners to be happy too. Right. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next point. Don't talk about your relationship with other people. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> that one is hard. It is. No, that is you know, <laughs> There are two caveats I kind of, I like to put around this point. One, and we just talked about it. This is in relation to generally good relationships, Mm -hmm. right? This is not a toxic relationship. This is not an abusive relationship. If that is the case, then yes, talk. Talk talk to the right people. Talk to the people who can offer you the correct support and help. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right? The other thing is sometimes we need to vent. And if you have been having the same argument with that man over and over and over again, <laughs> and he's just pissed you off for the fourth time for the day, <laughs> then yes. Like, oh my God, girl, this man did black. <laughs> First thing you do is call your girlfriend. <laughs> you vent. You vent. You get it off your chest. But there is a respectful way to do it. You know, and one of the things we need to realize as well, with our friends, with our families, they are prone, especially those who love us and genuinely want what's best for us. They want to protect us as well. Yes, yes. So you have to imagine if every time you go to your best friend, the only thing you are telling her is what he has done to upset you, to piss you off, to hurt you. What picture is that painting exactly. of your partner? Mm-hmm. Okay, because very often we don't give the context of the situation because we can't even think of the full context. We're just telling you that's annoyed us, right? Right. So we are creating this idea that we're not in a healthy relationship and our friends will want to save us from that. Mm -hmm. Our friends will then kind of reflect that kind of attitude towards our partner. So our partner is going to want to know what's up with your family, what's up with your friends, why are they treating me that way? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that creates that disconnect between us. I always say, like, we can have an argument and what you say to your friends and your family, they don't like your partner anymore, but now you're back in love with them. Right. They continue to dislike this person, even though you've moved past the disagreement or whatever it is based on what you're saying. Exactly. 
And then sometimes, you know, a simple or a level three conflict. Mm -hmm. You go talking about it with everybody and you escalate that level three conflict to something that's more like a level eight or nine. Mm -hmm. Because you're perpetuating the negative part of it and it just gets worse and worse and worse. Also, there are times we have to understand within our relationship, there's a sanctity, there's a bond, there is a trust level and we don't want to violate that. Yes. And taking some of our conversations that we had in the privacy of our bedroom within the sanctity of our relationship and taking it outside, it's disrespectful and it's breaking trust. So that's another thing to be aware of. What stories are we taking outside of the relationship? Are they our stories to tell? Right. That part too. Right. Right. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, while most of our friends have our back, most of our family have our back, sometimes if they're coming from a negative space themselves, if they're coming from their own bad interactions and relationships, the advice they may be providing is not good. Not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. really not good. And maybe there's an element of jealousy coming out too sometimes. Very true. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to protect your you have to protect your relationship. At the end of the day, that's the person you're going to sleep next to every night. My mother would always say, I don't have to kiss that man or wake up next to him. You do. (laughs) (laughs) She's right. (laughs) Wisely. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. So what's the last point? Number five. So go to bed at the same time on a regular basis. This one is important. So. We spoke at the start that one of the things that makes, not one of the things, the thing that makes a romantic relationship different is the intimacy. Mm -hmm. Now, going to bed at the same time creates that space to be intimate. It doesn't just do that, though. But think about it. Think about when you start to get ready for bed. Think about how you start to let go of the stresses of the day, how you start to take off all of the masks that you've been wearing throughout the day. It's a time where you're more vulnerable. It's a time where there is that opportunity to connect on a unmasked, open space. Mm-hmm. It's important. We are busy people and people have different types of jobs and shifts and bitch, young children. And so it's not going to be possible for many to do this every single night. But where possible, yes. You have a wind down process. Give yourself, have your cut off point where nothing else happens. Kids are in bed. You've closed up your computer for the night. You're done. You may even, you know, you brush your teeth together. You may even watch, you know, 10 minutes of TV or scroll your phone for a little bit. It's that unwinding time where you were in that physical proximity to each other. And then, you know, you have, you're going to, your hands are going to brush. Your feet are going to brush. Right, right. And that you are now creating that space mm-hmm. for relaxation together, for connection to, and for intimacy. Mm-hmm. And I it's like important. That. You need to make yeah. time for it. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know? so, awesome. yeah. Those are some great tips. I definitely learned a lot. <laughs> 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 so I'm very big on self-care. And Typically, I will ask someone, well, what do you do for self-care like yourself? But Mm. what do you think about couples having self-care together? Mm. Well, where possible. I love that. I mean, I haven't done it in years, but couples massages are so great. Yes, (laughs) yes. 
yeah <laughs> they really are and actually some years ago now, now, now that you've asked me that question you have me thinking I need to do this again we even did his and her pedicures oh yes yes <laughs> yeah huh? myself my, and my partner we will read together so we have a book that we're reading and we just take turns he'll read a chapter this today I'll read a chapter mm-hmm. the next day and so we're kind of you know just reading the book together as well yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And as you said, something, it could be something as, as every day as reading. We don't watch much television. So mm-hmm. like, you know, we started watching Bridgerton, I think whenever it came out and okay. we never got back to it. So like this past week, yeah, it was like every night episode. So we just like made sure everything else was closed up and we were just cuddled up watching, you know, an episode of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for us, that, that was like just simple. Right. You know, at home, at home, something, you know, mm-hmm. But yes, you're absolutely right. Making yeah. time for self-care together is important. Mm-hmm. Find a simple activity that you can do together. Exactly. Taking a walk or you know, like oh, you said, watching yeah. a TV show or something. Because a lot of, again, when we talk about self-care, it's always self, right? So you're just yeah. focusing on you. But when you're in a relationship, I think it's important to also have, maybe we need to change the word from self to like partner care or something. <laughs> why not why not (laughs) exactly now the date nights also come in there as well but that's a whole other discussion but yeah yeah i always say don't treat your date night as a checklist item don't just say oh i have to do date night this week and i got done we watched a movie together or we went out no 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 It, it needs to be something that you're both excited about right i agree yeah hmm gotta think about we gotta think about this uh Hmm, I think so. Yeah, partner care. <laughs> partner care, exactly. exactly. You just came up with a new term. <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> I subscribe to this lady. I can't remember the name of her blog at the moment. Uh-huh. But one of the things that she sends, you know, she sends out like, you know, these prayers you say for your partner or, you know. And I always, I thought, I always think I must download that list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually am very big on like affirmations as well. And mm. I had came across like affirmations for your relationship Ooh, that nice. you can say together. So that mm-hmm. also is a form of partner care, you it know, is. yeah, that was affirmations, praying for your partner or even praying together. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot that you can do together. That's care. Mm-hmm as well as your own personal self-care because you have to maintain that as well in a relationship exactly. too because it's important mm-hmm. to have your own activities and do your own things you know separately separately yeah to maintain a relationship as well in my opinion so love yeah. yourself enjoy yourself that helps you be a stronger person exactly exactly in your relationship yeah Kim this has been a great conversation I love Thank that we just came up with partner care <laughs> So do I. <laughs> we gotta coin that, do something, <laughs> figure it out, work together on that. <laughs> we will, we will. <laughs> so tell everyone how they can get to reach out to you if they want services, following mm-hmm. you on Instagram, and all this will also be in the show notes as well. Okay. Absolutely. So you my website is overtheandes.com. But I will share in the show notes my link to my Facebook page where we do more of the in-depth relationship conversations. And I will share the links to my five tips for bringing the romance back to your relationship PDF. So that includes the tips with how to be complimentary five times a day because we actually can do it. 
<laughs> there are always to get around. I'm going to try it today. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> the day's still early. I got time. <laughs> and I'm always welcome. And anyone is welcome to contact me through Facebook or my email and get in touch. I have a free 30 minute call where we discuss any particular issues that are bothering you at that moment. And then we devise strategies to deal with it immediately. So it's a very personalized call and it's 100% free. Mm -hmm. It's just a chat. Awesome. I love it. Thank you, Kim. (laughs) This has been fabulous. Thank you. It's been lovely to be here, Daniel. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. And a special thank you to my guests. Join me weekly to continue the conversation about self-care, overall wellness, mental health, and so much more. If you're interested in learning more about self-care and overall wellness, be sure to check out Inner You Clinical Services, LLC, on both Instagram and Facebook, as well as my website, www.innerullc.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Turner. Until next time, remember, self-care is not selfish, it is necessary. Make yourself a priority and take care of you.